Alright, welcome to the Peace by Peace podcast. I'm your host, William Parham. Peace by Peace is a podcast dedicated towards mental health and helping people understand what reality will be like after you leave college, high school, academia, or wherever there's supervision supervision for you. Uh, today's topic we'll be talking about is do women have it easy or are standards set too low? Now, I know that sounds a bit controversial, but we will explain along the way. Please listen as I'm joined by my co-host and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah, I can count, nine lovely guests. My co-host. Man, it's a mess out here. Nice. And then we'll pass it around. Stephanie. Uh, Evan. Brandon. Favor. And then Mike here. Bimo. Julian. Sean. <laughs> David. Nadal. Sweet, sweet. All right. So thank you all for coming today. So we're going to start with the first topic, which is pretty privilege. For those who don't know what pretty privilege is, that's when you know someone who is well-deemed or attractive has fair enough advantage. For instance, we'll take women, Steph. You can correct me if I'm wrong, whatever. Um, pretty privilege will be you go to the bars, right? And women get free drinks or women get free access, access into the venue. That's for the looks. That's an example of pretty privilege. Um, but the question I have is, have men been rejected or been held to an obtainable standard by women to where they've been chosen to set the bar too low and they'll accept anything that comes their way, meaning like they'll take any chance they can get, kind of like how a dog will take any bone or food you give them. Not saying men are dogs, but we'll kind of, that's, that's the, exactly, but that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. So if anyone has any opinions or thoughts, please take the mic. Can you rephrase your question? Sure. Um, context. <laughs> sorry. Question is pretty privilege. Um, women have access to pretty privilege. But oh, I didn't even make it a question. Dang. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I apologize. What is your opinion on pretty privilege? Do you think men can have it, or is it strictly for women? And if you want to give any personal like thoughts about it, please go for it. I could add something. Please. Um. So. First of all, I definitely want to shoot down the concept that only women can have it because I've actually had instances in my own experience as a streamer where people have called me attractive and donated money for it and given things for it. So there are guys who can have that type of bar. I don't even consider myself that attractive. I kind of just like exist and some people seem to like it for some reason. So like there are instances where guys could get a benefit, except it's probably not as common because I feel like maybe women tend to be more sexualized, so people will want to give them more, because they get that, that urge easier. It's more, more something in our culture, I guess. I don't know. That's my input, at least. Well, in my opinion, not really even opinion, but like from what I've observed, it's actually a lot easier for a woman to present herself in a way that is attractive to men. Like, you'll have a girl who has, who's on the spectrum, they may have you know, autism, but all she really needs to do to get play is put on, step on some makeup and wear a tiny top and some, some, some leggings, you know, wear something a bit exposing, and she is getting play. Whereas you have an autistic guy who, maybe, <coughs> maybe he's average just like the girl, but he can't. He's not gonna slap on makeup. He's straight. He's not gonna slap on makeup. He's not gonna show more flesh or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he's just stuck, you know, being autistic, being socially awkward. And he's not going to get as much play as the, as, the, as the woman would. So from, like, a physical standpoint, looking at looks, the more exposure yeah. a woman gives, yeah. like, the more advantages she will have. Exactly. And I feel like for men, our advantage is either facial hair or, like, muscles. Yeah. And that's, like, those aren't as easy to get as 
Start on some Mac yeah. and yeah, go to Sephora or something. Or Julian. Yeah. So what I wanted to comment on uh, about pretty privileges. Like, I think it has to be existing because if you look at the things that men and women look for, like, you know, men, what traditional men or men in general look for in a woman is someone who's physically attractive, submissive, has good morals. So I think, you know, in a way, pretty privilege has to be existent there. And then I think, you know, where pretty pretty privilege gets abused is especially by a lot of these dating websites like Tinder, especially, right? Um, it, it spins that because if you put like the top percent of men, whether if it's through money or through looks, whatever women value of that man, um, they're going to gravitate towards that. And then those women that are gravitated um, towards the top percent in those dating apps, they don't realize that that is much above the average man because the average man, because like most girls nowadays, you know, it's stereotypical. They want everything six. They want six figures, a guy that's six feet tall. It makes a lot of money, and as a man, it can it can be pretty hard. <laughs> but those are just like a lot of you know big factors that you know that men have to meet up to to even have a chance to play the game. And I think, as I as I stated earlier, that those dating apps have essentially spun that and have given women that privilege in a way of you know dating around the top one percent and not really appreciating what it takes to you know be what it takes to be you know your average joe schmo so i think you know the concept of dating apps brings a huge part into why many people consider the dating market to be skewed and why privilege, pr- uh, pretty privilege is nowadays being abused rather than it was you know a couple of decades ago as favor had mentioned so that, that's that's what i think while you're passing, just a thought. Is pretty privilege a problem in itself now? Because now that we're talking about it, especially the use of dating apps, is it it's created this issue for, I don't know, men and women in terms of dating by setting that physical standard by just face value, even though humans have a lot more to bring? So, I don't think okay. take it away. Okay, so I, had a, I wanted to bring up something called the halo effect, right? And so this is an effect in psychology where essentially, because of how a person is perceived, they're treated that way, and then they start to reflect that back onto people. So if a person looks nice, right, or you see, like, uh, I would like to bring up the subject of, like, people who, uh, like, dress corporate, right? People dress corporate because they feel as though they'll be treated better. And oftentimes, because they're dressing that way, they are treated better. And then that then rubs off on their personality that they should continue doing that. And so they start to play a role. Essentially, this is interesting because it's like, it, it then means that like people are kind of defined by their looks in a sense too. So like, uh, I want to give a statistic I saw a while back. It's like, uh, in the U.S. population, about 14.5% of all men are six foot or taller. But among CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, the number is 58%. Interestingly enough, like that, that shows that there is some kind of skew in terms of like image as well because it wouldn't be that radical of a difference in terms of the general population and like the business population if, if it wasn't there. So I think it does exist for men, but it on a set of other requirements. Yeah, because on a certain level, aesthetic almost equals marketability, you know? So like if, if pretty privilege didn't exist, you know, companies would have to change their entire marketing strategy. You know what I'm saying? So that's why 
it's not necessarily a bad thing. And in some cases, it can be really profitable for those who, who want to leverage that fact. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, pre-privilege indefinitely exists. I feel like the thing is, it isn't a law. I feel like the concept of pretty privilege, definitely there are people who will give more to someone they find more attractive. But there's also going to be a lot of people, like a lot of people in my own life that I come in contact with who also don't fall for something such as that. So there is, I assume, the concept is, of course it exists, but it's not the natural law of everyone follows. And of course, it, it's going to have situations like with the uh, businesses. And of course, with that height, people are also more likely to be taken seriously. There's there's a lot of statistics with that. So of course, that is, I, I don't think the concept of if it exists should be the argument, but more if it is abused, which even then, I mean, it, it, it is, it's just in its own neck of the woods, it is abused, but there's also places where it isn't. I don't know, kind of just talked in a circle there, but yeah. I was just thinking though, like, uh, in a sense, humans move somewhat like a market, like an economic market. So how could it really be abused if society just lets it happen? Sorry, you're asking if, like, how is it abused? Like, how, yeah. abused how could it be abused? Society allows it to happen. Yeah, because if anything, society should self-regulate itself. So how can it really be abused in that regard? I, I, I think when you mean like how can it be abused, like how can pretty privilege be abused? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. society's allowing it. Like, there's not saying there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I would say pretty privilege, like, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's not like a problem for men, but I feel like it might be a problem for like more like average looking women. Cause like sometimes, like, you know, all the pretty girls would take like most of the guys, you know what I'm saying, in a certain situation. But that's if they give that guy a chance type stuff. So, you know, I digress. But. Bro, just look outside. <laughs> like, you know, like, 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 just like, like, I don't know, like an example. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be like honest. Like, I mean, no, I'm not throwing any shade, but like most people are average looking. Like, it's just how it works. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Now, I was, I would say so with the like pretty privilege. I feel like uh, female streamers and stuff like the really well known ones. I feel like that's kind of like an abuse of power sometimes because you see them like they. I mean, not abuse of power. Let me digress that. They just be they just be getting like so much money just for looking the way they are. You know what I'm saying? But at this, like honestly, I never watched streams. Like I, I think I watched like one streamer once, and there was like some chick. But then I was just like, I don't, I don't know. After ten minutes, I was like, I couldn't because I didn't really. I was entertained. So there's that. I could actually give input on that since that's kind of my neck of the woods yeah. with the internet. There is definitely... That definitely shouldn't have fallen off. Um, there is definitely... Should this stay on yeah, there? I'll clip it on there. Okay. Get on there. Okay, cool. Anyway, so there definitely is um, a benefit to looking attractive when being a streamer because, of course, your body and your face is the thing you're selling to people. But there's also the whole concept of there is, like tens of thousands of female streamers on the site and a lot of them are unsuccessful because there is other elements to consider like alinity who is a very not alinity wait no who is the one starts with an a uh redhead i don't remember whatever amaranth amaranth yeah which actually she was recently banned from the site just like a day ago um yeah she's second ban <laughs> um but like things like her I don't watch her streams, but I've seen other streamers who talk about who are friends with her. And they talk about how, like, certain streamers, sometimes they have to have a fallback of, like, being also kind of funny. You need that personality. Like, there are attractive female streamers who go nowhere, and then there's attractive female streamers who also use a good personality and combine that to build. So, of course, it, it adds privilege. But at the same time, it needs to be coupled with something. It can't just alone. Like, you can't just have Big Booba and be like, oh, I'm going to watch this lady. 
Because you can't watch that for three hours. It, it is crazy because I feel like being a female, the streaming world, I feel like it is saturated mostly with guys, right? There is a lot of guy gamers yeah. and guy streamers. Yeah. So I feel like by virtue of you being a woman, that automatically gives you. Of course. Pretty, yeah, pretty the rarity privilege. as well is what yeah. makes it interesting. Because, like, sometimes I see a girl that's just playing a game, and I'm like, I'd honestly prefer to watch that yeah. because it's really interesting. Because, I mean, I, if you run into a girl in a game, it's just like running. I mean, it's just it's a friend. You not, meet somebody. Not only the, the demographic of streamers, but also the demographic of watchers. Most yeah. most people who watch it are, are men, right? So one thing, one thing that um, – one um, example, there was a streamer who – was quite literally like having sex on stream, but like you could, you could yeah. you could see you oh. could see them having sex like in the window, yeah, yeah, the window. And can you can anyone guess how like if you already know, don't say anything. Guess how like how much how much she like got suspended, like how long? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a week or a month. It was like a ten day suspension. Mm -hmm. Whereas whereas you have people like um, Jadeon. Who like, that whole that whole Pokemon uh, episode? Oh, he yeah, finished. he got he's still banned from Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and another thing is that of course Pokemon she brings in a big, you know she brings in a lot of revenue for Twitch, you know by virtue of her being well of course she has I guess she has an attractive personality I guess but also she's a woman, you know and she's a good looking woman. You know, I also like XQC has um, avoided bans due to his size as well. Because do you know XQC? Yeah, he's like he has had he's been banned a few times before as well, and he he evades it. I I mean, of course, what you're saying is definitely has a has a play in it. Yeah. There's also just the size of the streamer and just the fact that it's like that site's revenue source true. is also something scary to lose. That's true. But when they're okay with losing to Dion, it's like yeah, okay with you. losing Aiden Ross. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like, then also, the, I, one even, thing I think Twitch has been doing Kai. terrible lately. Kai Sinat, yeah, Kai, they've been kind of, Bruce Dropamoff, yeah. Kai Sinat, yeah, they've been treating them terribly lately. Kai's back now, and he's been streaming again, but, like, then they just banned Bruce Dropamoff again, which is one of Kai's friends. Yeah. But they just banned him a month ago. And it's like, Twitch, you have kick now. Like, there's competition. Yeah. You need to actually be smart with your decisions here. Because, like, I, I like Twitch, and I prefer to stay on that site over something like kick, but I prefer if they made good decisions and did do stupid things. So yeah, that's facts. Go ahead. I mean, there's also the sense of like brand image there. So they they're probably trying to play the long term game, because like if you're talking about just like general like uh, money now, right? You may make money now, and it will be nice up to a certain point. But if a company sees that eventually people are going to start turning on them, their brand image is going to go down. They're going to try and get rid of this a problem preemptively so that eventually. Uh, they can return to whatever former state they were because they think that they're probably going to be able to fill a hole that that streamer has there. So that's why they're making those bets. But uh, at the same time, it's not exactly very smart play as to how your company looks as well. I mean, there's always going to be some form of negative feedback no matter what you do. But it's just a, a matter of like risk management for them. So it's just they're trying to... I learned this in class today, so I'm using this religiously. Um, um, avo avoidance motivation, like you want to kind of go towards not causing any problems. You want to avoid as many, like, issues that might be created as possible. Yes. You still have, like, the best outcome. Yes. They want advertisers to yeah. pay the site, and advertisers mm -hmm. are less likely to pay a site the if they're explicit. a mess. Yeah. 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 But back to the topic, I did want to give another example of, like, how nightclubs work, right? For those who don't really know, a lot of what nightclub owners will do is they'll pack their nightclubs with women. Wait, before, before you say it, um, wait, can I just say, like, moving on to the next? Go ahead, yeah. Sure. All right, um... The difference is, because now that's a perfect segue, 
what are the different privileges men and women have? And you're starting off with a nightclub, yeah. which is perfect. They'll pack their nightclubs with women or they'll make it free for women, right? But what does that do? That attracts men who will come and will pay. That's right? also, I feel like the men also have a bit of blame with that yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Like they're, they're the ones going like, boom, <laughs> take my that's money. True. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. It's all marketing. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Objects. But my thing is, it takes a very strong woman to put herself into that scenario. That is true. A very submissive, a very feeble, shy, I'm going to say a weak woman is not going to want to do that for herself. Whether she is getting paid a large amount of money, if she does not have the confidence, if she does not have the personality to be in that situation where you are going to be objectified, she has to be okay with it, she has to be confident in herself, she's not going to put herself through that, period. I don't care how much money it is. I don't think it takes a strong woman to go to any club. Wait, wait. Can well, you explain? It takes a, a strong woman to deal with all the men in the club. That's true. That is I don't want to make it a joke, but, but like, the comparison here is like being a worker in the club could be as just as well or hard as like a professional athlete. Because mm-hmm. at that point, you're just wanted for your body and what you can do. And if you can't perform well on the field or like on the court or wherever you are, like, you're getting booted and replaced by someone else. Don't you think like they know that like that's the atmosphere they're going to? Yeah, they like, know that, and I think it's the same. But you're going to the club, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying it's a comparison. Yeah, like yeah. her workplace is like the same as the field. She'll be watched by thousands, ten thousands, possibly. I'm not saying millions. I don't know what club fits a million. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? She's gonna have eyes on her performing for doing a task that she's being paid to do, just like that. You need to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're not, that is so much mental strain. I was on a person. I would say because I'm a bartender, so like my female coworkers, yeah, they. So, yeah, since I'm a bartender and, like, I bartend at clubs in D.C. and stuff, no, that's for sure. Like, that, they got to be nice no matter what. Of course, there's sometimes there's, like, drunk assholes that just kind of ruin the mood, you know? But I will say that there is definitely more, like, they got to be more mentally aware, I guess, when they're, like, especially in bartending or being bottle girl, you know, in a place like D.C. Like, because I know what you mean, because you said it takes a strong woman to work or, like, just go to the club, because I don't think it takes... Okay, to work, it takes a strong woman, but, like, you can be, like, you can be, like, a, like a really, like, introverted woman, and you can just go with, like, friends who are kind of extroverted, and you just, you know, oh, yeah, no, you just go with them, like... Is completely different. Yeah. I would argue that most of the females who do go to those clubs are more naive than anything else, you know? They don't know what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say they're, like, strong women, you know, like, comfortable with their body, you know, like, going up to those clubs. Like, it can be said the same for, um, for think about uh, NBA players, for instance. Like, those are just really long, tall kids. Pause. <laughs> they're just really tall kids. Like, they're getting all this money, and they're just spending it like they're, like, playing 2K in real life. Like, they're not investing it or putting it anywhere. They're literally getting in trouble. Like, I'm not going to air out names, but, like, the Charlotte Hornets, like, as much stuff they've gotten away with, like... Jordan's got their back at that point. Yeah, but like the whole like the whole topic was about uh, like pretty privilege. Yeah, privilege. You know what like, I mean? And like yeah. them using it as an advantage. Right. And so I was like, I was comparing like for men's side, you're saying women have like the advantage like in the club, and like yeah. men have. I'm only using athletes because like that's the most easy analogy I can use. Is that they're pretty just much they're pretty much just kids with a lot of money playing a child's game. That's yeah. like that's how I see it. Like, it could be, but like, at the end, am I wrong? Like, I get it. If I, if I shoot the basketball in the hoop, if I can shoot a three pointer, that can make me a couple million. Like, what? Versus like, I'm gonna go to school for four years and struggle. Like, come on now, think about it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You you've been an athlete before, right? You were play you played basketball. I played lacrosse for two years. Okay. So I'm not gonna lie. 
it's a lot of hard work. Oh, oh I know it's yeah. a lot of hard work. So you can't really, like, say, like... But it's still, like, an escape at the end of the day. Like, I would rather play the sports and be in the weight room than be in a classroom learning some stuff that I might not remember next year. At least it's a hobby That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it in the summer That's well. true, but also, a lot of times when you start getting paid for hobbies, you start, like, not liking doing it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah no, definitely. I mean, I yeah, so being like, a professional... I, I, I get what you're saying, but, like, yeah. I wouldn't, like, simplify it to, like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this for fun and I'm making millions, like... Because it's a I, lot I of hard work. I where it comes from. But when you hit that, like, professional perspective, I'm going to stick with the NBA just because um, it's, I think it's a lot simpler than the NFL, is that, yes, you have to grind way harder because now you're competing with the best people in the world. But, like, your skill has gotten you to the point where you are a standout from the rest. Even if you don't, you know, stay in the NBA for long, you now have options for other things, well, like the G League or, like, overseas. Mm, yeah, you're, like, that's facts. You get that prestige. Like, let's say I... Like, graduating from Harvard, oh, I got a Harvard degree. Everyone's going to look at me differently versus, like, oh, I went to Howard Community College, which I did, sorry, like, Dragons, but, like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, that prestige that you now have. So even getting to the NBA itself or the NFL or whatever professional, professional you get gives you an advantage, so to speak. And then I, the same can be said for women. I don't know how clubs work or if there's prestige in clubs, but, like, pretty sure if a worker is popular in one place and she works her way up, she's going to get more and more advantages and just make a name for herself. And then it'll, like, trickle down if she wants to stop working there or does something wrong. Okay. One, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. Bingo, yeah. <laughs> Mia, Wasn't she? Mia Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> she was only in this industry for, like, three months, then she quit. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's she made a name for herself, though. That's the important part. That's is all it? you have to do. Don't. She's a host now for a talk show. Isn't she trying to prevent, like, younger women from... Yeah, she... Wasn't someone, like, put into it when she was younger, like, unintentionally? Yeah. Like, after high school. Yeah. She's from Montgomery County, too. She's a Maryland kid, too. Yeah, she is from Maryland, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. She's a Wizards fan, or... Yeah, she did a lot of, like, the sports talk for, like, Cavs, Wizards, stuff like that. Yeah, she's from Loco. Yeah, her people were running into her. It's insane. Like, in Walmart, like... Does anyone have anything else to say about this? Oh, yeah, I wanted to like, add, right, like, uh, we, we compare the bar, right, or, like, uh, a club to, uh, to, like, the sports industry, but I think, like, the better, like, uh, like, comparison between industries would specifically be, like, fashion industry versus, uh, a- athleticism, right? Okay. It's, like, it has the same grounds for, like, it, it's pretty much the same in terms of management, in terms of how people are treated. Wow. Yeah, it is. Well, I'll tell you Well, the fashion industry is a little bit worse, specifically. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it's a little bit worse because of how they, they treat younger people who are naive, right? But, like, because uh, in sports, they at least have the money so they can back themselves up eventually. Mm-hmm. Or they could say, make a name for themselves. But, like, in the fashion industry, right, it's dominated by women because it's specifically about, like, the ideas of beauty, right? Uh, women tend to be more beauty conscious than men, too. Whereas, like, in the athletic, like, uh, in athleticism, in uh, sports in general, it's na- more li- focused on, like, uh, like physical ability, like literal, like power output and strength, and so it's it's interesting too because, uh, like at one point, in both of the industries, it's not even about like I want to be the most beautiful, I want to be the strongest or something. It's normally about I want to win at something, right? Athletes at the end of the day is I want to win. Fashion, like people in the fashion, I want to win. I want to be the best at this. It, it goes beyond just I like playing the game, and that. That's kind of like a hard thing for most people to grasp because we see, we see it from the outside like it's easy, but it's not. It's, not, it's definitely not, for sure. But we're, when you compare like, you know, the fashion industry or even athletics, it's still like the higher percentage that they've had to definitely bust their asses to quite literally get mm-hmm. there. But for people like us, because we're really not in those positions, it's, it's almost like a, 
not a false sense of reality, but more so that it's not as straightforward for us. Yeah. Like, for an athlete, I'll say, because back when I was playing, it was literally I go to class, I work out, I rock stuff, I practice the sport, and then I do all that till game day comes, and my stats are good on game day. That brings me down to the point of like, oh, I can get um, first team All American or whatever. That's like the, the status quo. Then life comes along the way, don't get me wrong. But then for someone who's like regular college student, you got college, you got work, you got class, you repeat, you might have some extracurriculars outside, but like you don't have, you have to find your own coping mechanism, your own balance in life. Whereas like the athletes, you get scholarships, you get school paid for, versus the college student who might have taken a loan and now have to think about in the future, how am I gonna pay this off? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely a lot of factors, but I, I see where you're going with it, Favor. Yeah, it's definitely, it's work. Going back, comparing modeling fashion industry to athletics, there's so much mental instability that goes into the fashion world, the modeling world. I had a small, thank God, small little spit of my life where I was in that area. It was horrible. I am, I'm 5'10". Now, I am at a normal weight of 120. Back then, it was 90 pounds. I had to tell myself, if I'm over 100 pounds, I cannot make it in my industry. I will be seen as overweight, obese. No matter how tall I am, how much my weight is distributed, if there's any little patch of skin, like if I had any bit of a stomach showing without any abs, I'm done. So the just the mental state a woman has to put herself in, men included. It's so cutthroat. The top of that industry, they got there for a reason. Like you said, it's just like in athletics. You bust your ass for it. But at what cost to you mentally down the road, eating disorders, mental instabilities? Like, yeah, with an athlete, you get a large payout. If you're good, if you have a good accountant, you're going to have money down the road. Modeling, it's gig by gig. If you fuck up, you're done. A million dollars for five years. Mm-mm. Damn. Not to mention, it's only like a very short period of time that you could actually be a model or an athlete. Yeah. Right so now, I couldn't go back into it. Yeah, most people have max a decade. Yeah. For sure. In the NFL, it's like even shorter because like you quite literally, even in athletics, yeah, you're putting your body on the years. line. Yeah. Yeah. It is some interesting though. Like what's up with the whole thing? Like uh, people talking about like in the West, like you know how modeling like. Over here, like people like cut weight and stuff. I just want to like bring like like there's parts of the world where it's like complete opposite. Like people are like, you know, trying to like yeah, they're force fed. Like they're trying to get as obese as they can because that's their beauty standard. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yes. it's like it goes both ways. So it's crazy. So my a question would be like, imagine if like we took away the means of getting prettier or like fitting more into the societal beauty norms, like take away makeup take away remove makeup from the workplace remove remove makeup in general like remove makeup you know what i'm saying find a way to like i don't know but remove makeup is a big one like would that would that kind of change pretty privilege how much and how much would it i think it still falls under i'll be a little you still have a genetic yeah there's final factors that you look at like yeah there is like prominent features so to speak will like cast the eyes of men a lot more will that stand out more whereas Women who wouldn't they should use makeup to, or something to substitute them. My, my question also, was more sorry. My sorry, question was more of like, would the amount of women benefiting from from pretty privilege oh, increase or de- oh, decrease? Yeah. It would decrease. It would yes. decrease. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I am in the cosmetics industry right now. 
the amount of people, like, I only have eyeliner and mascara on. The amount of women who come in and tell me, oh, your skin looks so great. What foundation are you wearing? Your cheekbones are so cut. What can, um, what contour are you using? What browns are you using? That's genetics. That's just how my facial structure is. I agree with you. If we cut out makeup completely and how, honestly, YouTube has kicked that up tenfold, the girls I see coming into my job right now who are in their teens, I think they're 20. Damn. You can't clock someone's age, a woman's age right now. It's very difficult. But if you take out makeup completely, you can kind of see where someone has a weaker jawline, fuller cheeks. It'll be a little easier. So yeah, pretty privilege, in my opinion, would decrease if you take out cosmetics. Couldn't people also be using makeup to make up for insecurities, though, possibly? Oh, Cover yeah. up that of type course. of thing? You got a face full of acne? Because I was going to say, because yeah, really wouldn't curious. it be bad to get rid of it then if it's just kind of like a harmless thing to just feel better about yourself as well? It is also there are, bad. There are benefits. Yeah. It's just, you got to take, take it by, it is take it by case by case. It's too much or too little. Yeah. yeah. Like, I will always tell if there's a teenager coming in who is suffering from acne. Babes, you need to focus on your skincare. Stop putting on the heavy foundation. It's going to make it worse. Possibly your diet. Love your skin. Oh, diet. Diet be playing a role in skin. No, skincare and diet goes skincare. hand in hand. Oh, absolutely. It's hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Cut out dairy and your acne will clear up. Should men wear makeup? They do. <laughs> men, some men do wear makeup. They do. My skin's I, I, I want to add on to to what he said, or yeah, and what he said too about the makeup thing. Uh, if you want to remove makeup, then it's the same argument as saying, oh, we should remove uh, like serous injections mm -hmm. for yeah. uh, sport athlete or bodybuilders, because like what he said, genetic, um, what's it called, the golden genetic. genetic yeah, there you go. Um, if you think about it, like Michael Phelps, right? Michael Phelps has a very good genetics for swimming, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing as that. That's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but it's like it's the same thing as that, you know. You can't make up for it. You gotta yeah. you, you gotta work with what you have. Some women are born pretty, and then some guys are born athletic, you know. It's, and then that's where I'm gonna move on to like the next segment. That's perfect. Um, pain management, physically and mentally, like between men and women. I know, like from you know, we all have mothers that I assume we all like are very close with or know. Women can put up with a lot, especially moms, and like particularly facts. for me, like single moms, like they. Big facts. That's a whole superhuman in itself. But um, for men, like we're, I think we have a higher pain tolerance, pain tolerance physically. Mm -hmm. Whereas like why you see us playing like such brooding sports and like probably literally being bros, picking up heavy weight, doing all that type of stuff. But I just want to hear everyone's opinion. Like what's the differences that you see between men and women, and can there be a balance or middle ground here for pain tolerance wise pa or at all? Yeah, pain tolerance or management. Um, anything regarding pain for women or men? Pain. 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 I'm going to say yeah. one thing real quick. Endometriosis. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, bud. So... You're, t you're talking about you're talking about like when like you can't like have kids right like yeah, later yeah, on yeah. that endometriosis. Where you <laughs> <laughs> no, you good? Okay, so coming from a woman who has endometriosis, it is literally debilitating menstrual cramps. You cannot move. That's not fun. You cannot eat. I have to physically burn my stomach with a hot pack amount of hot packs to feel any relief of pain. 1,000 milligrams of ibuprofen, it might help for an hour. 
if I take more than that, I'm gonna kill my liver. So endometriosis, it's very difficult to get diagnosed with it because um, normally they'll just tell you, oh, it's just cramps. Oh, that's a normal level of pain. You'll be fine. It's hard. It's, it's, it's subjective. Yeah, yeah, it's something I learned in health psychology is that you, it's very something hard to... Something we had to, to learn in PT school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to diagnose pain because mm-hmm. it's so different from person to person. There is a reason that the pain scale is in a, the subjective section of a soap note for any um, medical visit that you will go to. I have a couple friends who are PTs, PTAs. Your soap note, it goes subjective, objective, assessment, plan. Subjective, you're asking the patient how they're doing, what's your pain like? It's subjective. So there is... Yeah, there's that measurable scale of, oh, is it a 1 to 10? Someone's 10, it's going to be someone else's 5. But also, if you go to any tattoo artist, they'll usually tell you, like when I had my first tattoo, it was on my ribs. She told me, you know, you sat better than any man I've ever seen. He's been complaining. You barely have anything covering your ribs, and you sat like a champ. It's all subjective, but when you're trying to get diagnosed with that as a woman, if you look at... Just any examples of a man and a woman going in for pain. A man could potentially be prescribed prescription drugs. A woman will get ibuprofen. I've seen a lot of these videos on TikTok. I don't have any to pull up right now. Me personally, I've always been told, oh, just do ibuprofen. I killed my liver and my kidneys in high school because I had to take 400 milligrams after every class period just to deal with my cramps. And then barely, and only make it half a day. Yeah, I feel like that kind of like, it kind of eases it out <laughs> because in some sectors, women have it better, you know. So women have it better. Yeah, in some sectors, women have it better. I believe that women have it better. For pain management. I mean, no, I'm saying like the whole idea of pretty privilege. Oh, in, in, okay. In some sectors, women have it okay. better, right? But when it comes to pain, you mentally, mentally and physically, men know how to save face. They know how to be stoic about it, right? Yeah. But women know how to truly deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, we'll, yeah. We'll, we won't express it, yeah. but, like, we'll hold it in. There's just, like, we'll just know how to, like, yeah. handle it. Yeah. They'll handle it. It goes back to the emotional intelligence, you know? Yeah. I think I mean, females have higher emotional intelligence. Yeah, but... Especially, like, in terms of heartbreak. It's like, I feel like women just know how to deal with heartbreak better than men. Because some men be just like, man, what the fuck, yeah? And the girl be kind of, like, heartbroken, but she's kind of, like, I guess they find, like, way better ways to, like, deal with it. Because some cope with it. And they move on. Coping. have a mental state of you have three days to, to get over it. You have three days to mourn, cry it out, scream, curse his name, whatever. You have to get back out there, though. Love's not real, bro. Oh, yeah. This is why you need Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about, like, the aspect of, like, testosterone, right? Because it's actually a pretty big painkiller. Testosterone is the dominant gene. I mean, it's the dominant hormone in women, too. So, like, even though people think it's estrogen, it's normally testosterone is a dominant gene. Yes, I mean, the do- dominant hormone. Estrogen when we're on our period. Yeah. yeah. It's a dominant hormone in women and a dominant hormone in men, right? But it's, like, ten times more for men. And so, interestingly enough, like, people have, uh, like, men have a better stress tolerance. But at the very same time, uh, like, men can still be as emotional, too, which is interesting. Men can be as emotional 
and uh, they're more prone to suicide, yet women are more prone to depression, which is interesting. I mean, then again, those stats are also underreported for both groups. But I'm add something on testosterone. Birth control is estrogen and progesterone. So we are lacking estrogen when we are going through that fucking week of hell. Actually, two, three weeks of hell. Dang. Yeah. Wait, wait, lacking estrogen? Mm -hmm. So that means that's why we have to take in the estrogen and the progesterone through the birth control. Ah, uh, so that's kind of like a... And everything else. Okay, so wait. it's like trend cycles, kind of. Can we restate what the question is right now? Um, like for, we're just talking about pain management okay. between... Men, men and women, both physiologically and psychologically. So I, I wanted to tie in, like, the, again, tie in, like, the overarching theme of, like, pretty privilege into that. Okay. So, like, he, he stated um, a suicide statistic, right? So what, what it really is is that, as you said, men commit more of the suicides, but women attempt it more. Yeah. Correct. Right? Yes. So, and I was thinking earlier, like, I was going to say something. I was like, with pretty privilege, doesn't that make it, make people's lives a lot harder? Because now they have to work towards a certain standard. And I feel like maybe one of the reasons why a woman attempted more is because of that struggle, trying to trying to trying to gain get to that certain standard. Yes. Be, you know, you know you what I'm have, saying? You have already yeah. attracted yeah. girls, and you know, like they're they're altering their face, yeah. like yeah. to make them some like. So does that fictional. make life that yeah. much yeah. harder fictional for a woman? Creature. Like? Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Everybody feels like a statement. I mean, um, no, like I stated earlier, like like I remember hearing like in my earlier psych classes, like some women would tell would tell me about like how like the beauty standards were, like really like unfair and like they would have to work really hard to even like look like decent. I remember like yeah, I think that like I said, pretty privilege does like I feel mess up women pretty bad, worse than men. Cause men, dude, if you're like ugly man, like you just got to build up in confidence and other things. You know what I'm saying? But like if you're like an ugly like if woman, you're, you're funny. like, see, oh, comes that funny shit. Like, they say like they say like. They say like I know it sounds dumb, but like someone's I remember I had a friend say this in high school. They said like, oh, if you're uh, if you're if you're a girl and you're ugly, just put on makeup. But if you're a guy and ugly, you're, you're already taking that L. I was like, what? I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because that, if you're a guy, you can build yourself up. That mentality is what creates incels and yeah. stuff like that on Twitter. When he, when he told me yeah. that, I was like, like that that's it's untrue because like as a man, like you know, you could start wherever you are in life. If you're at the bottom, you can build your way up. Mm -hmm. Both I men and like, women can do that. And I feel like such an issue in um, male relationships, like like relationships and like um, like friendships and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like so many guys tear each other down so often with that type of stuff, and that's what causes this poor mentality and what creates so many people who are like, right. "Love is dead. I'm just gonna hate women." When it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just that's, no, 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 no. that's that. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm, I was talking about the more extreme people, like like any Twitter comment section. Right. Um, it, it, it's just like people tearing each other down. No, I wasn't saying that was This is what I was about to say next now. Oh, want to say something, favorite? Oh, wait, no. Uh, when it comes to standards, right? Yeah. I was just thinking about it. Like, no one's really, like, uh, it sounds horrible to say it, right, and kind of shallow, but people are only as good as their next best option, right? As soon as another option comes about, right, mm -hmm. society will choose them over you as long as they're better. Of course. And we have to realize that, right? And that's why we have to put ourselves to the highest degree. I don't think we should be bitter about it. Mm -hmm. I don't see the issue with that, actually, because, like, it's, it's to better the entirety of the human race. Right. As right? long as you are not comparing yourselves to the top. I think you should compare yourself, right? But no. but you should be realistic about it. Right. Yes. You should be realistic about it, right? You can compare yourself to the top. But you have to be realistic, right? Understand what, like, what you need to do to better yourself, particularly, right, in your unique set. Mm -hmm. Don't see that as the standard, right? Right. See that as a, a possible benchmark or a possible example 
but you have to come up with your own example of yourself because each person is unique in that sense. Bingo. Otherwise, you'll get syndrome. One uh, of the things that like you learn like as a man is you you have to have like comfortability with replaceability. You know what I mean? You need to be comfortable being replaced. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's simple as that. Like you you learn that very early on. You know like. Most guys, they'll go through that with heartbreak. You know, some other dude will come around and steal his girl. You know, it's just like, wow. You know, like most guys, they get hit with that harsh reality. Yeah. What you uh, and I was going to say, my mom's like, so my mom is like art teacher, so she's pretty liberal. But she always told me one thing that like, sh she would always be like, kind of like, don't take women as seriously like that. Like, yeah. pretty much she'll be like, um, to not get attached to women like nearly as much. Because she's like, like literally women come and go. That's what I was always taught as a kid. And, you know, like, I know some people are always like, oh, you know, that's pretty much just pushing women to the side and all that. Well, that depends if you're that if you're that kind of guy that gets a lot of women. You know what I'm saying? Like, most dudes don't get a lot of women. You know what I'm saying? So they'll, they'll like, hang on to, like, that, that like, little bit of female attention. Like, like I get that. But, like, you know, as, as long as I've been, like, for as long as I remember, my mom was always like, yeah, don't, like, really trust women. Like, honestly. I don't want to speak for, like, all guys when I say this, but, like, like, as far as, like, the beauty standards, I feel like girls are a lot harder on girls, like, about the beauty standards, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like, as a dude, you know, like, I'd rather have, like, a six who's, like, loyal, you know, like, like, nice, like, you know what I'm saying? Not nice, but you get what I'm saying. I Yeah, she knows how to act type thing, but, like, then, like, a 10 who doesn't listen or, you know what I mean? Oh, I feel like girls are, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, I'm just, yeah, 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 like, because I'd rather deal with someone that's like, like, I know what you mean. Because I'd rather deal with someone that's like, like, I guess, like, average. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. if I deal with like, if I deal with a woman that's considered like a nine by society, and she has so, that ego to exactly, her, and exactly. she knows yeah. she's hot. Fuck you, you ain't telling me shit. And she yeah. has guys yeah. boosting yeah. her ego. Hold up. But you guys see where you see where I'm going with this now? Because I said this in the beginning. This is like where. We think women have said this, well, this is from what I've said, I'm going to take the blame for this, where I believe that women may have set a standard so high to where um, men, have men have settled to like accept anything that might come their way or compromise, so to speak. That's a better word to say it. Like There's a bar that's set so high for us that we will compromise something um, in our preference to mediate what we want. Agreed. That's like, you know, I've, he I've heard this analogy so many times. People like relate life to chess, okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, people will say, like, you know, like, the guy's like, we're the king. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you need to be able to sacrifice your queen sometimes. You know what I mean? You don't want to. But, like, to win like to win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, the other people, like, I'm not trying to be subjective. Like, you know what I'm saying, though? But, like. No, go into it. Please. Oh, boy. Please go into it. No, but, like, no, I'm serious. Like, in other regard, like, it's very similar to the game of chess. Because, like, the king, he also moves one piece at a time. You know, like, we've talked about, like, nightclubs, like, you know, like. Yachts, for example, you know what I'm saying? Like, the person who, like, gets the yacht, like, they have to go through all these hoops, you know, like, yeah. they have to, like, it's a lot harder for a guy to, like, have Queen big accomplishments. Yeah, no, yeah, but then, like, a female, she can just put on some makeup, you know, like, she's a six. Right, BBL, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you can't plastic surgery some muscles. Wait, hold on. Women, we put on makeup, we dress ourselves up for other women. I am in a very happy, committed relationship. I don't give a fuck about what any guy thinks about me, but if I see a girl, like, give me a stank eye, that it hits me so fucking hard. So I'm like, okay. It's your community. Like, the side eye. It is. Oh, it is. toxic. Yeah. Low key. Like, granted, I did it today because pretty privileged. <laughs> I will not put on makeup, but I don't give a fuck. I don't care what boys on campus see. 
I don't care how I look. I'm comfortable. I'm a senior. I'm out in a semester, so why would I care what children think about me just because of my age? Um, however, if a girl looks at me up and down and rolls her eyes, gives me a stink eye, that shit hits hard. Regardless of age. See, Regardless I gotta Aside piggyback off like this. Fucking teenager. It's like, like yeah, with no the unrealistic, the unrealistic <laughs> beauty standards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the girls, they have these unrealistic beauty standards. And also, I think that what they'll do is, most women, you know, they won't, you know, like admit it that other females are like, you know, being more hard or harder on them. Oh, we are so cutthroat. No, but what I'm saying is they'll they'll instead they'll blame it on men. You mm -hmm. know, like and you know, like that's where that whole toxic masculinity thing comes in. That we're talking There's about still a little bit of toxic so masculinity, but we are also toxic. Uh, toxic I think you're just a toxic person. I just think you're a toxic person. Women can toxic, toxic person. to other women, and that's the thing. Uh, there's a like a, a trait about it called homosocial behavior, mm -hmm. right? And so it's your. It's your behavior relative to your gender, right? Okay. So how you fit into your gender, essentially. And so that's why there, there are these views of, like, uh, like if a lot of dudes see, like, someone that's, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, we'll be like, that guy's, like, peak. That's, like, a peak dude, right? Like, right? But if, like, if we see, like, if we were to see someone that is, like, a little bit more on the feminine side, right, like a feminine-looking dude, right, we may not see that as, like, a dude that's, like, peak, but a girl might, mm -hmm. right? And it's interesting because... This homosocial behavior is meant so that you would fit into your your respective groups in society, because if you're able to blend into that group, it helps you the the greater species more. And so then like, there is that also that social idea of written by a man, written by a woman. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? All right. So, guys, who do you think is the top ideal man? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds does not count because he was written by a woman. Jesus Christ. What? Jesus Christ. Yes. Ryan Reynolds is written by a woman. The concept of being written by a woman is like saying, who, who is the author of your story if they were to describe you as a character? Who would be the top? It's not like someone just coming. He being creative. Like Brad Pitt, written by a man. Pedro Pascal, written by a woman. It's it's this it's not having the ideal standards. Pedro Pascal is not cut. Exactly. Andrew Tate. Are you talking about like masculine? Oh no 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 no. Like appearance. Like appearance and role models. Like yeah. Like Ryan Reynolds is absolutely written by a woman. I would disagree. I'm a man completely. He's, okay, he's but like, Ryan, he, he like is the outlier. Masculine man he doesn't need to be. We're talking about like... Exactly, he's well, the outlier. Okay, well, She's saying like what the typical like standard is, what we see like as a masculine man, so for like... Yeah. Arnold's. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, like, a bunch yeah. of muscle, like yeah. aesthetics. Yeah. Yes, like, aesthetics. Like, aesthetics. It's like Mike Tyson. But also, everybody loves Ryan Reynolds. So he is that one outlier of... Men love him. Women love him. He's a good man. I was gonna say like Dwayne Johnson kind of falls thing, like, is written by a man. Yeah, falls in like the man's category versus like. Can you see Michael B. Jordan written by? Oh, he's absolutely written by a woman. Yeah, so like Michael B. Jordan compared to like Dwayne Johnson is a good comparison here. Michael B. Jordan, in my opinion, is soft. I think he's more charming. Where. Woman. I don't know who he is. But also, he's the guy playing. Uh, he's slipped off, but cow. still. Oh, okay. Woman. <laughs> that guy. Robert Pattinson. He's also woman. Written by a woman. I think there's Twilight yeah. era. Twilight he's era. Harry Potter era. Cedric Diggory is written by. Well, J.K. Rowling aside, <laughs> he is what a woman would want for herself. 
Hmm. But a man would think that um, Victor Crumb, sticking in Harry Potter for a hot second, just as that, like, very big, very masculine, very just jacked. Is the guy who Western is woman. The evil guy also, Western woman, yes. This is where this is where we're gonna lead off into the next subject because this is a perfect way of this is a perfect way of like leading this off now. This is where personality advantages like between men and women. Like I want to know more. Where, as we clearly described aesthetics, there is a feature that we all as humans have that make us stand out from the rest. So my question is, do women have more of a personality advantage than men, or do men have more of a personality advantage than women? You're saying if you have a good personality, you have a better advantage. Like, yeah, What's a good person- personality? To, all right, well, for me, I'll That's say, like, a good personality is someone who's well-understanding, knows how to take things lightly, can always, like, diffuse a situation, have a good time, and um, never stops learning. Is this like, for anyone? Yeah, that's for anyone, like man and woman. That's what I think like a good personality is. Because you're saying who could benefit more from But that's just my that's yeah. my opinion. Okay. I think uh, uh, not necessarily. It is I would say it can be considered equal in different situations. I totally agree. But we're I don't know. The, in the, let's say with the goal of like either relationship or just like thriving in a social culture. So like in the dating scene? I mean, I like we can do dating scene or just in a social culture. Like UNBC, I guess, yeah. not a lot of people socialize. The issue is, right, I feel like this is such a contextual question, right? It depends yeah, it's such on a how contextual question. Wait, I'll let David talk. It's contingent, well, it can, it's contingent on not only gender, but how good you look in general. Like if you're like a 10, you don't really have need to have that much of a personality to be sought after. In, well, if it was too but baseline, you need a personality to be held. Right, let's talk about yes, health, but success. Long term success. In success, in success? Okay. okay, so in success, Three right? Women, by the way. Okay. Like, uh, this is like horrible for society for everyone to have, right? But the people who win in society normally are people who are toxic winners, right? They're people who like to win because mm-hmm. they're insecure about winning. They they hate losing more than they. They love wi- winning, which is interesting. So you know, jazz. Sociopaths. They take loss differently than that regular person. Socio- yeah. Sociopaths will are will the top, you know, level of earners. They are so, most of them are sociopaths. So people yeah. who, are, they're more stoic. They're more willing to make, I guess, they're willing to make questionable decisions, and mm-hmm. they are more numb to. I guess you would call it a moral compass. Yeah. They are willing to make cutthroat decisions. So, like, in the long term, if you want to know about, like, personality, people who are willing to maybe get their hands dirty, you know, to gain success, you know, people who are more, like, um, agreeable, you know, they're not going to have, they're not going to be as successful as people who are less agreeable in the long term, especially in the business sector. You don't want to be too agreeable in the business sector. Yes, you will be walked over. You will be taken advantage of. You will be shysted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about how personalities are formed. Like you don't, you don't gain a personality out of nowhere. You have to go through some type of trial yeah, simulation in order to build that. So like, yeah, psychopaths are born. For men and women, in terms of like psychological pain management, when you're going through those, you know, said trials and errors, like, how do I put this together? How much pain do you think between men and women are willing to undergo to develop a good personality versus when they might? You know, yeah. give up here. I feel like guys are more likely to create to. a malleable personality to fit into a situation because yeah. they feel like they, they need to. to. Yeah. Bingo. Keep in when you're your trauma thing. I think that men, all men should experience some kind of trauma, you know, growing up, and women yeah. should not. 
Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree with that because like definitely, I've definitely. I've when dudes go through trauma, like it kind of like they don't need trauma. It, it kind of builds them. It kind of makes like men be like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna do this anymore because like yeah. you know, but like as women when they're traumatized, it it, it, it like it, it fucks it up because yeah. they're traumatized. They'll it inhibits it of, inhibits you in a lot so of ways. That's really bad. Somebody t- somebody once told me that, and it was actually a girl, ironically, but it, it it's how you deal with the trauma. You know, I feel like a lot of times women, like if it's like emotional trauma. Sometimes, maybe not a lot of times, but sometimes women can like kind of like, it can kind of take over them. Like, uh, maybe they'll have childhood trauma, and that kind of really shapes their personality and like what they go through now, right? And whereas you have a man, right? Maybe he won't really. I'm, and I'm talking about how they express it right now. They'll be they'll be going through a lot, but they're gonna be more stoic about it. And in some cases, it's better to be stoic about it because you don't want other people to suffer because of what happened to you a long time ago or what's happening to you currently. It's also not the other person's fault. Just because yeah. it's happening, it's also not their, like, the bro's fault. That's because very people, valid. I think people definitely need to realize that because there's a lot of people, you know, they've gone through fucked up things, you know, and then they make it the world's problem, but yeah. the world doesn't owe you shit. You know, it's like... Wait, wait. We were talking about, uh... Wait, I forgot to complete. First personality, right? Specifically? Yeah, so I was thinking about something, right? Uh very unique thing that people tend to do, right? Uh, especially men, right? It's like almost, most of the examples I've seen are, are, are men is like, they create this persona, right? It's like, they literally have a separate persona for them, for another person, if they can't, if they feel like they can't do something. And it's really interesting, right? We have people like, uh, what, Mike Tyson, right? He had Iron Mike, and then he had Mike Tyson, yeah. right? And it's not even just like, it's so many boxers and other people who have like, people who, have to do things where they feel like they're not going to be successful if they don't have to defeat another person in doing so, right? Even like in, in basketball, uh, Kobe, right? He called himself, he had like, uh, it's Kobe and then there's the Black Mamba, right? Mm-hmm. And he had this separate in personality too, right? Yeah, like a lot of people have this, uh, all the major boxers of the 70s and 80s periods, what, Marvelous Mar- uh, Marvin, he had a separate personality, yeah. right? The only person that in that group that didn't have one was an actual so- sociopath, and that was Roberto Duran. And it's interesting, it's like, because it shows how, like, to get to the top, you really have to have this natural cutthroat, uh, cutthroat personality, and all of them were also street fighters as children. So it's interesting, like, because in the long-term success, right, it means that you have to really be a competitive person. But if we're talking about success within, like, society, within your community, it's better to be a more sociable person, more agreeable person in that sense, and just like take your role and do it the best you can. Julian's gonna be the last person to say something because Evan has to get ready to go to class, so we're gonna mm-hmm. break it off in uh, chop time a little bit. Would I just say like I'm leaving, or what, 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 what do I say? <laughs> Honestly, anything you want to say, if you want to plug yourself, uh, thank you for coming on. By the way, we really <laughs> appreciate it. Um, any last comments you want to make, like? Kind of go for it. Uh, I mean, I'm happy. I was happy to be here. This was really fun. I- I'd love to do another podcast if you ever want me on. Yeah, we'd love to have you on, man. I know we didn't get to get too much into streaming, but like totally. No, it's fine. I was happy to give opinions on anything. I like this types of topics. Um, plugging myself? Am I am I allowed to do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, if anyone cares, I stream on Twitch. Uh, my name's Savarino, which with an underscore at the end because I. My last name's taken for some reason. Um, and uh, same on YouTube, same on really anything. Twitter, if anyone ever wants to check me out, it's my last name. Savarino underscore. S-A-V-E-R-I-N-O. Yeah, S-A-V-E-R-I-N-O. Thank you. Yeah, and it was fun being here. I appreciated being invited. Anytime, anytime.
all right, do you want us to give you like a send off when you walk out? We'll like talk. <laughs> 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 yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Evan. We appreciate it. Well, Evan's leaving. We're going to continue into our next topic here. We're going to get into. Ooh, this one's a good one. Um, you guys can agree or disagree. Or let's do true or false. Women are more selective with men than men are selective with women. True. You're true. True. Super true. true. Okay. Okay. So when I say like women will, this just this is an accurate statistic. But when women will go for the top twenty-five percent, top twenty percent. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Does that mean men go for the bottom ninety? Yeah. Bro, oh, I mean, yeah. at this point, bro, men go for whatever. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, I'll take anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, like what you said. Yeah, I was. Pass it around. Julian goes first, and we'll, we'll take opinions. Yeah, so I think this is where, um, as in the beginning of the podcast, that I was saying that I, I'll read my point that a lot of these dating apps have really have really skewed the market, especially for men. And if you look at a lot of other influencers, uh, they do a very good job of explaining this, not not as well as I'm going to explain it, but you look at podcasts like the Fresh and Fit podcast where you have Myron Gaines and um, Myron Gaines and Fresh with a bunch of Miami girls. And, he ex- and um, on his podcast one episode, he explains that that a lot, a lot of these dating apps, you know, skew, skew the power that, you know, I guess men had on on women. Now that women have so much leverage over over men, and you know, and I think all of this causes, you know, the whole imbalance that women aren't necessarily respecting men who had to work hard to get to to get the average, whether they come from the bottom or whether they're average going to the top. And I think a very a very uh, great quote that I like that was um, said on this podcast was that men have to men have to create their value men have to create their value and women are born with their value because the things that men the things that men value in women are particularly most of the time they're born with especially with with um, you know how they are um, not naturally I think Steph was you were explaining that earlier um, but I think that's that's just you know, reiterating my point on why some sometimes um, men at this point are quote desperate, and so that that that's what I think. And I think that's why men are more willing to be like in really weird situations with women sometimes, like where they like let themselves be controlled, is because a lot of men don't really get like a whole lot of female attention, so they're willing to put themselves in these weird ass like like get friend zone more and stuff like that, and just get put themselves in really un- like comfortable situations. You know what I'm saying? That they don't want to be in. Like, uh, what's the one thing? What's, what's the one thing? It's like I was saying, like, dude, I don't care where she works at, man. She's nice, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, 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 like I mean, no, I mean, like, no, hold on, hold on, for, yeah, I don't, bro, she's nice, and you know, she doesn't look, if she, does, if she doesn't look like super bad, like, like, if she doesn't look bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, I have a certain preference. I just read, like, it sounds pretty fucked up, but like, nah, no, like, no, I don't know. That's, she, that's the thing with like, you know, you ever heard people say like, uh, men value. Uh, or women value like the future in a man. Well, women won't look a broke dude's way, so that's like a fact. That yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like we're like, unless if like yeah, unless yeah, if they got like a daddy kink where they like buying stuff for their man. Wait, wait, wait. 
a dude that wear a, a dude for one like a dude that works McDonald's janitor. You'd be I'm not surprised. Gonna, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say blue, I'm not gonna say blue collar workers because I I know some blue collar workers that be making six figures. So there's that. But I'm talking but I'm talking about like the dude that works at, at like a at a cell phone booth or something like that, or a dude that works at a. a like, like no, nah, I mean Chick Fil A is kind of lit. I, I go out or some shit like that. No, no, I know I get it, but at the same time, it's like most women, like especially yeah, when, yeah. like, bro, like a teacher, like I would say a college professor with PhD making close to six figures is not gonna look at a dude that's like working at a like it's not gonna look at the janitor here, bro. Yeah, sure. What the yeah. fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I was gonna bring up something else important. But. Men who have chosen to settle and not further their like. Careers or, ex- or expectations of themselves. That's, I mean. What, what did you say, bro? What do you mean? Like they're settling. They're settling where they are career-wise. Is that what you mean? Pretty much. I mean, like I know how. And I can explain. So, say for example, like no ambition, shitty-ass oh, job. Oh, like that's what I'm saying. But but usually people Mary, that have no ambition. I, mean, I know it sounds <laughs> fucked up, well, but like the people that have no ambition like are usually broke. Exactly. Okay. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, say for example, if like, like the whole, like the example people say, like, oh, you're 30, you know, you're eating Cheetos and you're sitting at your mom's house smoking weed all day, dude. No woman's gonna want that because she's like, you're fucking broke. So my sister always says this shit. She says she refuses to get what a man that makes like less money than her because she's like, because she literally said that she was like, he didn't come out of my vagina. So why the fuck am I taking care of someone else's kid? Exactly. She was. That is a second son. Uh, 150k. That's wild. That's pretty good. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, I have two points I wanted to make. Okay, so first, right? Like, uh, that statistic with the 80-20, it mainly comes from dating apps. So, once more, there are more men on dating apps than there are women, which is interesting. But uh, another thing that, like, we have to really think about, though, right, is in the majority of human, like, civilization, right, like, uh, what is it? Female mortality has always been somewhat high, right? Like all of human history, female mortality has been high. So if you're going to get pregnant, right, and you have the possibility of dying, then that means that you have to be picky. Think about it from that logic, right? Oh, sorry. oh okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, in addition with that, right, like if you think about it, it's also a prepackaged deal, right? Uh, like if you're a woman and you're having a kid, for a f- like maybe you have nine months that you're pretty much kind of I wouldn't say useless it's kind of horrible wow. to say but it's here you have nine months where you might not be as productive as you would be and then you have another maybe year or two right including like a recovery period because of the child so you have to be picky as a woman it's, it just makes sense that you have to be from an evolutionary standpoint you should be selective, yeah. yeah I don't want to get on the topic of useless because I know a couple I mean I, I don't I don't want to say useless but there's exceptions to everything. Yes, correct. Yeah. I, I really don't mean useless. I mean more like less productive. Yeah. Because that's what... That's we're baking a baby. So you're saying that they have to be they have to be selective, right? Yes. No, I mean, I don't blame... Like, nah, that, that's actually true. Yeah, because you don't want to be with someone that's like kind of like not, at, not as productive. It's not going to take care of you. Yeah. Like, after. And then you have some bums kid. Like most, like most women prefer not to have a deadbeat, but sometimes the cognitive dissonance... It's kind of like for real out here. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, but in their head, they're like, yo, this guy might, like, they, they'll see the potential in someone. They'll be like, oh, I can see this guy, you know, better himself, but mm-hmm. then, you know. I mean, yeah. But then be. we have to put in the work and wait. And then you realize it's definitely. Like, so like, I, I, still think, I still think that's wild, though, that you guys said that about the, uh, you know, the female, like, she has a job and she's making, like, 150K or whatever. Because yeah. like, you can get, like, like, a pharmacist or something. They make, like, really good money. Yeah. And you could have, you know, like, a really hardworking, you know, like, 
firefighter, you know, and he like he loves what he does, you know, but just like knock him just because he's a I mean I will say though, I do think I do think it has to do with like a class way of looking at it. Like it definitely look it definitely like a classist way of looking at it. I know what you mean, but like I'm pretty sure like I've no I know women that make like six figures and like they'll I mean it's so fucked up. They fuck broke dudes but will marry dudes with money. Yeah. I, and that's just and that's how it's that that concept is pleasure, tied. Pleasure and security. Like, like, I know what you mean. Like it's kind of fucked up that like damn dude, like she's making 150k. She's putting this guy that's risking his life, you know. But at the same time, it's just like I think the way like I've noticed the way women see is like for like they see like the long game. They're like, oh shit, if I get knocked up, will he be able to provide for me? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying fire, firefighter can't provide or something, but they might be stressed, Think especially about like. If, I, especially if that woman has like a like a, like a certain like like lifestyle, you know, what I'm a saying? lifestyle she's like, that she is. She's living in downtown, you know. what I'm saying where she's probably paying like Christ, like three to four k. Mm-hmm. Some people do it. That firefighter, bro. I mean, he's gonna be struggling, <laughs> and she's gonna <laughs> leave him. I'm like, gonna cut things he, short though, because yeah. we do need to get into chop time. We are short on time, and I'm kind of low on disc space. Okay. So we're gonna get an audio clap on three, three, two, one. Sweet. All right. Thank you. Welcome to Chop Time. This is the part of the podcast where we kind of chop it up, talk about anything, anything on the table, any topic you want to talk about unrelated to this topic, kind of like the fun section now that we worked our way up to here. Anyone? David wants to start, so I'm passing the mic to David. It's more of a question. It's more of a question. I've ever hogging the mic today. But um, what's your name? Stephanie. Stephanie. Uh, so what, what would your advice be for, you know, the more um, shy men? And they're watching. How would the how would they 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 approach a woman that they've been eyeing like that they like really just do it. Just do it. No, I have been sitting on campus just working. I in this past semester I've had three men just walk up to me, tell me I'm pretty, ask for my number, confident. What'd you say? I, I told him, like, oh, that's really sweet of you. I appreciate that, but I am in a relationship. But I really appreciate it. Thank you. I hope you have a good day. Because it took them so much fucking confidence. Because they're all STEM. I could tell they were STEM majors, so that that and a... I could tell. I could tell. That is the most genuine response I've heard. Because most girls will either say, yeah, oh, I'm talking to someone. Oh, I just got a relationship. Hardest thing I've heard was no. But then I respected it. Like... Like, like you just yeah, have to be confident about it. Just be confident with it. Just go up to her, tell her she's pretty, ask for her number. The worst she can say is no. So is it okay? Is it okay to start with physicality, like saying you're pretty? A compliment. Yeah, because I always be going at like outfits. With any marketing pitch, you have got to start with something positive. Okay, right. so, 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 the so if I say if be, I say a girl has a really question, big forehead and like it looks good, the better question oh, would be. No. I love this. Question. Question. She, she All right, the better question would be how do you not come off as like a creep? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Come on, come you say it softly. You don't. Uh, I don't care. Don't act like Takai. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. He's okay. not here to okay. defend himself. For for those who don't know, be aggressive with it. Yeah, yeah. Our co-host totally isn't here yeah, today I because totally he is on timeout. We currently had a dispute that I'm not going to bring on this podcast, but he is not here because of that. He will be returning. That just kind of, heads up. And I'll deal yeah, with him then. But don't be aggressive about it. Just come up to her. Mm-hmm. Like I wear noise canceling headphones, so it has 
They've stood there for a good five seconds before I've even noticed them. But they have had the confidence to stay there, kind of like motion at me so I can see them. And But they just say it softly. They say it genuinely. They're not like, yo, you're fucking hot. Can I get your number? Like, no, they're just like, you're really, I think you're really pretty. Can I have your number? So does it depend on the kind of guy, though? So what if he's yeah, obviously, yeah. like, a top what guy? Like, what if you can feel that he's a top guy? Does that does that still matter? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, that's you. <laughs> oh, I know. But, like, still, you if you have the confidence, go in it confidently. Just don't act like an asshole. Okay. Yeah. No, that's what true. would you say? What would you say? I don't even know why this question what would I say? Yeah. 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 Oh, we yeah. need most, examples. No, most, most definitely, like, no, no, no. If, you're, if, you have a, if you have a girl that you, like, want to talk to, mm-hmm. just go, like, if she, even if she says no, so what? They're, like, 3.5 billion women on her. Exactly. Whoa. The worst she can say is no. What the thing you have to do is it's how you handle the rejection. That is the key thing. Handling the rejection with class. Because every single time this has happened to me, they've never gotten mad. They've never been like, oh, well, you're fucking ugly. Which, on Tinder. Because men tend to have more confidence online when they have that wall of technology that no one can fight back at you. Don't act like a prick. Just take it with grace. Walk on. See how you can grow from it. See how you can better your self. Not really yourself. I said you've got to be like you've got to be comfortable with rejection. To be honest, exactly. You have to be comfortable with rejection. The way I see it, and this might sound kind of like like weird. Honestly, dude, I just try to be hot on as much as many girls as I can. A little, uh, so I'm explaining to you because I know so, it's a numbers game because at one point, like, alright, one of them's got a tug. Like, at this point, like, I know it sounds like kind of like, but no, it's no, true. that's how because we have to deal with I, it All the retail. rejections I'm dealing with, I'm like, okay, damn, you know, I ain't gonna lie, like, oh, maybe that wasn't, like, the best way to go about it. And for one, okay, even if they see me around, it's kind of like, alright, yeah, th- there's only one awkward time where I can see where, like, when they talk to their friends and sometimes, like, remember I was telling Emma, I'm like, so how come if you shoot me down, I can't holler at your friends? And she yeah. was guys like, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like that one guy danced with all four of them, King. That guy's a king, straight up. Bro, you know, like there was a um situation with like people were interviewing great guests, by the way. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're shout out. Night, and like one dude started dancing with one of them. No, they still talk about it. The fact that they talked about it on a podcast proved that they still remember that guy. Somewhere in Baltimore. Yeah, he's a legend, yeah. Baltimore legend. I lose. I, like, got into, like, sales and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's so, like... Yeah. So it's like, you know, you go door-to-door, like, trying to sell something, right? Yeah. But it's like, the thing is, like... Yeah, but exactly. every every no, every no, like this is one thing you gotta think. Like every time you get a no, that's one step closer to a yes. You know what I'm saying? So like when I was like on my my trip, like with the family, we went on a cruise ship. You know, like and we went to a nightclub and like there was girls there, right? And I was I'm not gonna lie, you know, I was like I went to the club and I was dancing right, like right. with the girl, right? Like I was dancing with her and stuff, and then like you know I wasn't feeling it, bro. You know, you were it out. I wasn't feeling it because I don't know. Her mom was like. Her mom was there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 like, that's, yeah. nah, nah man. That's weird as hell. But then, like, right after, right after, like, I went over, you know, like, a couple minutes, you know, what I'm saying, like, 
you know, like, it's a lots yeah. of stuff's going on there. Yeah, but understandable. You, you rotate, you know what I'm saying? Like, you exactly. Go different. Dude, so I think the reason why people like freak out so much is because they think of that one girl as their That's only nice. way. So my exactly thing is, bro, right. I, like, th- so this, I guess I get this from my mom. My mom straight up was like, yo, do not, like, and this is so. Don't idolize them. Like, yeah, right. so my mom would always be like, because they could be here one day and they're, and they're gone tomorrow. And like, at first I used to be always kind of like, like one girl at a time. But dude, nowadays it's kind of like, I mean, they're all right, you know what I'm saying? But I'm but always. But that's how we see you too. What'd you say? That's how we see you too. Oh, no, no, that's, but that's normal. Yeah. No, but, but, but the thing is, most dudes don't understand that. So, like, like I've come to terms to. with it. Yeah. Exactly. Because you that way, to. when that girl tells you no, it is what it is. Now, I gotta because fuck her friend. If a man is idolizing a woman, like you were saying, and he is so dead set on her, but as soon as he is rejected, I, what was his name? Evan? Yeah. That's how you get an incel. No, no, like when a man is so dead set on a woman, like he hasn't even confronted her yet. Yeah, that's how you get, and like as soon as he is rejected and he takes it to the worst extreme. Yeah, you build it, you build up the expectation. Yes. No, it's not broken. That's what, King need two girlfriends, I swear. Nah, it's like, can I say this? So like, so like, if a guy tries to go and talk to a girl, ask her out, or he reject, or she reject, mm-hmm. she rejects him. Mm-hmm. Is there ever a point where like he should try again, maybe like somewhere down the road nah. again, or just yeah. say no? Nah. It depends. It depends. You depends have on the character arc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why she say no? No, but let's say like you know things go well, but she just says no. But let's say like that's like like time goes by, and then you try maybe like like maybe like a few months down the road. You know what I heard before though. Well, yeah, no, not Unless immediately. she gives you, like, a legit reason, like, I'm in a relationship, I was someone, mm-hmm. don't fucking do it again until, yeah, like, months down the road, right. see where they're at. I think I know where you're going with this, though. Like, I, I told you this before, personally. It's where like, am I going with it? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, talking in personal stuff, but what yeah. I'm saying is, like, I've heard this the same before, like, okay. in a forest, if you say, if uh, you see the same tree twice what does that mean you're going in a circle it means you're lost you know yeah. what i'm saying because oh, it's yeah. like no right I, that, that, that's what i'm saying well like usually when i like deal with rejection um for one i just take it. it is what it is i have no there's no reason why you should disrespect like a woman just for her rejecting you like, like no because generally bro it's like you just keep moving you know what i'm saying like i, I don't know how to explain it because like then like because we're for, also in like a, a state of I don't want to say fear, but also we are completely put, not put off in a negative way. We are shocked that it's happening. Yeah. We need to quickly process what's going on. And if it goes south... No, no, I get it because there's always the possibility of dealing with really emotional men, and like I said, and like he might like do some crazy. So, um, what, 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 what? what Yeah. So back to you saying is like if you if a girl shoots you down, um. Odds are there's a reason why she did it, and she just wants to be nice and not tell you. Mm-hmm. So with me, the way when I take, I'm like, okay, she not fucking with me. All right, I'm gonna move on. Yeah. Like, like, and the thing is, there's no, there's no harm being done. Like, I mean, I've had someone they rejected me, and then they were like, and then they were like, hey, how come Let you don't talk to me no more? Let them approach. Yeah. Well, 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 no. Well, here's yes. the thing. Yes. So, so she rejected me. No, no. So, so then you move <laughs> no, on. on yeah. So the thing is, th- this girl told me she was like, uh, why don't you text me anymore? And I'm like, kind of like. I don't even know what I said to her. I think I just hit her one word. Well, here's the thing. If I don't, like, say, for example, if I play basketball, like, 
for some reason. I was like six five or some shit, whatever. I don't really watch basketball. And if if, if I didn't make the team, if I didn't make, if I didn't, no no no, if, if I didn't make the team, why would I show up and practice? So that's the way I see it. That's why for some reason, bro, after taking so many rejections, I'm so easy of like uh, for me it's not hard but i'm like okay well damn she's not really fucking with me also i know it sounds fucked up i don't really stay sh- uh, friends with them as much L- like, like no because what? the thing is no no no, no there is no purpose to that like i said yeah here's the thing and when all right so this is what happens right so imagine if you like this girl for a while right and all of a sudden she's like hey i got this new boyfriend look at you looking like a cuck damn bro <laughs> like yeah yeah She's pretty much gonna be fucking. She's gonna be fucking dudes in front of you yeah. pretty much, bro. And you're just gonna have to be there, like, yeah, yeah. So Beat mess, down your life. yeah. Yeah. So mess and Brandon touched on touched on the point that I was gonna ask. Like with with a serious relationship, can men and women just be friends? No. Yes no. or no? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was not in the long run, man. <laughs> I mean, like my answer is yes, but under like certain circumstances and like most. Yes. What? Like, yeah. 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 I said yes under certain circumstances. I think like if I'm friends with a female, right, or with a woman, and and like she's in a relationship, as long as like there's respect between the boyfriend and me, we can we can be friends, and well, all three of us can be friends. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Of course. Not. Bro. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Bad. You can't make the boyfriend look bad. Otherwise, nah. you are being like a dick. That's don't true. Up, bro. Don't yeah. like, oh, you're such a cool bro, bro. You're so good for her, bro. That sounds like a dude that's trying to like fuck yeah. Loki. That definitely sounds deceptive. Oh, no, yeah. He was using me as a like, boyfriend and ex-girlfriend because he didn't have any female companionship or any attention. No, my friend who was acting like this to Dylan. Oh yeah, no, then I cut him off. I. I think I know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> like in certain situations, like I, no, nah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. I was gonna say, well, having a female friends, I guess it really just depends. Like, I would say more of acquaintances. Like, honestly, because like people will be like more like, oh, well, she can give me perspective. Like, like she can give me like perspective what this woman thinks. I personally don't think so because I don't ever remember looking at a time where I'm about to go do my thing and ask like you or anyone or any other of my guy friends, bro, you think she's hot? No, I'm gonna go do my thing. 